0: As Hamilton with you for yet another podcast, we are talking all things getting refreshed and restored today. If you are feeling a little bit tired at the moment, well, this podcast is for you. If you don't know who I am, my name is As Hamilton. Thanks so much for joining us for the podcast. If you want more details on some of the work that I do, check out justmotivation.com.au. About 10 years ago, started an organization with one goal to bring about small ideas that can actually bring big change in your world and other people's world. So if you want to Join us each week. We do this every Wednesday and have a bit of a chat and hopefully it helps you, just small ideas, helps you on a daily basis. Today, I'm going to talk about this idea of getting tired and weary. I don't know about you. I don't know how many weeks we are in now. I think it's about week eight of this whole COVID-19 thing. Uh, A lot of us are getting quite tired and I know I've been talking to a bunch of teachers on the phone uh, about how they're doing, how they've been on this whole online process of school and everyone feels like it should be the end of the term. Not where we are in the term Uh, There's a lot of students that are tired and exhausted from having to get online It is exciting that last week was the first week A lot of grade 11s and 12s, the preppies went back to school But we're just tired, aren't we? I mean, for myself, I mentioned it over the last couple of weeks I've been renovating an old Nana's house that I purchased with a mate of mine And we've been going hard every day for four weeks nonstop. We've been painting, tearing out kitchens, sanding floorboards, changing out light switches and light globes. And honestly, I've never done more work in my entire life. And I personally feel it. I feel that kind of, oh, we're so close to the end of this project. And I'm just tired. Even on the weekend, I said to my mate Zach who bought the place with me, I said, Zach, let's have a break because it is getting... Close to the end, but we're tired. And I know that feeling oh too often. Normally at the end of the year when I'm finished doing all the speaking in the schools, and you would know it too. You know, end of the year, school year, you just look forward to that Christmas break. And I feel like we've hit sort of mid-May, and we're already feeling that exhaustion because this year has been emotionally tiring. It's been physically tiring. It's caused us to change a lot. We've had to be on edge. We had to be really... Diligent with the way we clean our hands and so make sure we don't infect people. And so, quite a few of us right now are feeling exhausted. And I hope today's podcast can help you because, believe it or not, you know, you can sleep all you want, you can exercise and do drink lots of water and do all those sort of things that are supposed to give you rest. But there's a whole other element of our physical being that needs to be attended to. And that's actually our spirit and our soul. And unless our soul is refreshed, our, our physical finds it very hard to get back to where it needs to be. And I want to take a couple of passages today and just share them with you. And I hope it refreshes you. I hope it's like a big breathe in, breathe out moment. You see, the scriptures can just be like that they can breathe life into your spirit space into your soul space and i want to read a passage in the book of isaiah as i mentioned if you've never read a bible you're on this journey of faith please go and look into this isaiah is an incredible book if you read it and you have the eyes to see it Isaiah is a prophet well before Jesus' time, but throughout the book of Isaiah, he constantly uh, foresees, foretells of this man, Jesus, uh, in incredible detail. Um, And this is why, when it comes to faith for me, it's not just faith in what you can't see. It's actually looking at the facts and seeking out who this Jesus guy is that's got me to a place in my life where I go... I've seen too much. I know too much. I cannot deny who Jesus is. So I encourage you to do that in your own time. We're reading this book today. It's in a chapter 40, um, verse 28 through to 31. And I just want to set this up. I'm going to read another passage a little bit later in Isaiah as well. And I hope this is just an encouragement for you. If you are exhausted right now, if you are feeling like you you just can't, I don't know, function. It's like my five cups of coffee won't do it for me. I hope that these scriptures can actually speak something into your spirit that can help your soul recover as well. This is what it says in Isaiah 40 verse 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. What a powerful statement, right there. Just breathe it in again. Even youths shall faint and be weary. Maybe you're a student at school right now. You've got back into it. You're like, I thought I was ready, but I'm just tired getting back into the norm. It says, and young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. One of the things that I want to encourage us in today is this idea of not just seeking out the physical ways to get restored or refreshed. I want to challenge you to allow your soul to get refreshed today, because weariness is real, exhaustion is real. I know for myself, I've I've kind of said to Beck this week, I said, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to get back into schools. I'm going to be tired." But it reminded me of these passages to not just look in a physical way towards restoration or being refreshed, but genuinely going, how's my soul right now? How's my spirit right now? Isaiah 55 is one of my favorite passages of Scripture as well. It sort of connects to this, this idea of coming to God in a time of need. A powerful passage that says this, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the water. That's chapter 55, 1 to 3. Did you hear it? It's interesting because we can read passages like this and go, what's that all about? But ultimately what God's saying is he's like, if you're thirsty, if your soul is thirsty, it's free to come and drink of the Spirit of God if you want it. If you're hungry for more, it's free. It's a free gift that's been given You see, we talked a little bit about this last week, this idea that following Jesus is not about karma. You don't get what you deserve. In fact, you get what you don't deserve with Jesus because we deserve punishment because we're sinners. We all are broken. We've all made mistakes. But instead of God saying, you're going to get punished for what you did, I'm going to send my son who's going to die on a cross to take your sin. If you want to receive that free gift of life. And that's the beautiful message of Jesus. It's not about trying to be better. It's simply being able to rest and receive his restoration. Isaiah is kind of alluding to this. This is way before Jesus. He's trying to give us this idea of what God's heart is like for his people. He wants to show us that God's heart is always its a free gift. If you've got nothing to offer, there's still food for you at the table. If you've got nothing to offer, that's okay. If you're thirsty, there's still a drink for you. If you've got no money, that's fine. You don't need it. This is the most important thing beyond purchasing bread and things you don't need. This is what you need for your soul. Later on in Isaiah 55, it says this in verse 6, "'Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near.'" Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. I mentioned it before. This is a precursor. This is a vision of what Jesus is all about. This is simple. This is a case of, hey, if you've stuffed up, just come back to him. There's, there's plenty There's an abundance of pardon. There's an abundance of forgiveness. This is a fresh start moment, a fresh breath of air into your soul, your spirit, your being, if you want it. What I love directly after this, this is something that constantly captivates me individually. Even when I think about my biggest dreams in life when I think about my work or when I think about my friendships or even when I think about a project like working on a home of what could be, I love this imagery of what God is actually like. And I want you to understand this because sometimes we think that God's up there with a big stick ready to hit us. You know, like you're bad, whack. (laughs) It's this sort of thought process, but it's completely the opposite. You see, it says this, On behalf of God, he says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Understand this, the greatest things you can dream for your life, God has greater things in mind for you. It's insane to think that. But I remember this scripture speaking to me in my early 20s. I was actually going into a business meeting and I read this prior to the business meeting. It just spoke to me so clearly because I had this dream of this moment in my early 20s. I thought, oh my goodness, wouldn't it be amazing if I could uh, secure a certain amount of sales on this item that I'd actually made. I made this t-shirt, random t-shirt for a school. It was very bizarre. And as I was leaving... Before I went to this meeting, I read this passage and I went, okay, God, my thoughts are maybe, maybe, you know, I could sell 30 of these t shirts. I know it seems weird and it's a whole other story, but that spoke to me. I thought, I wonder what the biggest thing, I couldn't even think beyond 30 because that seemed like a crazy number for what I was stepping into. I remember two hours later after being in a meeting and the school had ordered over 200 of these t shirts that I designed and it blew my mind and it. Brought back this passage of scripture: my thoughts are higher than your thoughts, my ways are higher than your ways. You see, when you actually come and you drink the fountain of life that can only come through Jesus, when you come and you say, You know what, I don't deserve this, but you say it's free and I'm here to receive. What I've discovered: when you let go and allow your soul to get refreshed, all of a sudden things happen that you could have never imagined. Those dreams come alive that need to, that may have been laid dormant for a while that you thought would never come about. And this is what I want to encourage you today on. It goes on to say this for you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. Man, if you need to get refreshed and restored mid-May 2020 because this year has been so much. I mean, I'm telling you, Isaiah 55 is such a beautiful passage and beautiful imagery that reminds me that it's available to anyone. It says this again, for you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. Can you imagine leaving your home every day with joy in your heart going into your community wherever you are and having a peace that God is already there. That's what it's like. Isaiah gets it. He has a full, beautiful picture of what God is like. It says this, And the mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. This imagery that the world that we live in is beautiful. That everywhere you look, God is there. He's part of it. The creation that you see, he's in it. And he's being glorified through it. Are you breathing it in yet? Are you taking it in yet? It says this, instead of the thorn shall come the cypress. Just so you know, the cypress represents eternal life. I went to Israel last year and the cypress is such a beautiful tree. Cypress trees are everywhere. Not only are they a symbol of eternity or an eternal thing, uh, they're evergreen. They never lose their green. They never lose their life. They never lose their color. And he says this, "'Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress.'" if you're feeling like you're a bit confused and torn and broken and spiky and it's it's like a weed, your life is being full of weeds and feels strangled, well, can I say to you, if you need to get refreshed, come. Because what God can do, He can turn that confusion and entanglement and twistedness and He goes, hey, I can make you eternal and you'll always bring life and you'll always be green in your life if you want it. Instead of the briar, shall come up the myrtle. Once again, God gives us an image of if you are in a certain state right now, it can be completely different because God's view of things is always higher than the way we see things. Breathe it in today. I'll read it again. Isaiah 55. Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He who has no money, come buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price without money, without price. This is free. If you need the freedom of a refreshing of your soul this week, I know I do. If you need to start fresh for 2020 because you're just starting to get started now because things are ticking in, your soul needs to be refreshed just as much as the physical. Take these words of advice from Jesus himself. 700 years later, after that passage we talked about, was spoken by Isaiah, Jesus has a moment where he understands that we need refreshing ourselves. And he says this, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Isn't it incredible? Isaiah only had a glimpse of the heart of God, but 700 years later, Jesus revealed it to us that he is actually the answer when we need to get refreshed. May that be encouragement to you this week. Go and check that passage out if you love it. Matthew 11, verse 28, right through to 30, uh, and also in Isaiah, as we talked about earlier go and check these passages out it's an encouragement to me because life can get crazy it can get pretty insane and tiring hopefully your week at school is going well getting back into it and hopefully this helps you to remind yourself of where you can get your rest from can't wait to chat to you next week we'll talk to you soon